Some things that were said many years ago have really stood the test of time. Some of these quotes or words of advice are still being used in everyday life or for specific areas of our lives. Now, Blake Burge on Twitter posted a really nice thread at the end of January that he titled, 20 of the smartest things that have ever been said. I want to share these with you and attempt to add how investors could benefit from these words of wisdom. But first, here's a quick intro to the Fintwit podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Guy Leblanc and I'm just a regular Guy or guy with a passion for investing, business and everything in between. There are many accounts I follow on social media that I believe are doing a fantastic job of providing educational, motivational and entertaining content and my goal is to curate it so you can spend less time searching and reading online. This podcast is not meant to contain any financial advice. Take everything with a grain of salt and do your own research. Now, it's time to go over 20 of the smartest things that have ever been said. The first quote comes from Buddha. Holding on to your anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And for those of you who don't know who Buddha is, he was known as the Buddha and was a religious leader and teacher who lived in ancient India. Let's just say that was many years ago. Let's not fool ourselves. There's a lot of anger in the markets at any given time, and it can be pretty damaging when we hold on to that anger. The anger that I can relate to is when you make a mistake that costs a lot of money and you just can't let it go. Um, being mad at the market won't increase your chances of beating it. In fact, there's a lot of reason to believe that it does the absolute opposite of that. So in the past, one of my responses to anger has been to essentially punish myself. And I'm sharing this because at times I felt like I was the only one who would react like this, but I got to believe that's not true. So I'd say things to myself like, I don't deserve to win. And, and what I'd end up doing is holding on to a stock of a company that had failed and, and was very likely not to recover. Or more commonly, I'd sell a stock and immediately buy another one that was cheap, but that I, I knew deep down would likely go to zero. The rationale was if I win, I'll win big, but worst case scenario, I deserve to lose anyway. And for the record, I, I can confirm that this is likely not a winning strategy. Um, and again, mo for the most part, I've been, I've been better at this, but if you have felt like this or currently feel this way, especially after the last few months, you're not alone. The next quote is from Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is therefore not an act, but a habit. And Aristotle was a Greek philosopher and polymath. He was taught by Plato during the classical period in ancient Greece and founded a school of philosophy. He believed living a moral life was the ultimate goal. Uh, as an investor, I believe it's important to have the mindset of an investor. You need to repeatedly try to become better, work towards finding the best strategy for you, and build confidence and passion in yourself and in your strategy so that you can achieve excellence, which is very hard in the investing world. Here's one from Margaret Thatcher. Look at a day when you are supremely satisfied at the end. It's not a day when you lounge around doing nothing. It's a day you've had everything to do and you've done it.
And Margaret Thatcher was Prime Minister of the United Kingdom from 1979 to 1990 and leader of the Conservative Party for even longer than that. Uh, and she was actually the first woman to hold that office. I can definitely relate to this. And, and it's strange because when you're really busy, you just can't wait to have that day that you're going to have nothing. But from my experience, it's really rare that you really feel good at the end of that day. Most of us need something to do and we feel like we have, we need a purpose and that we're, we, we want to do something productive, especially if you're listening to this podcast to become better, uh, better informed in the FinTwit community. Chances are you're, you're, you, there's a better chance that you're this type of personality. As an investor, I'm not sure this really works though, because I would argue that many times it's the days that you do nothing that might be the hardest, but the more significant. And, and by doing nothing, I mean not buying or selling. Having said that, if you're a true passionate investor, there's a good chance you feel better at the end of the day if you did some productive DD on a company you own or discovered a new company and, and really dug deep to better understand it to potentially buy it in the future. Here's a quote by Oscar Wilde. There are only two great tragedies in life. One is not getting what you want and the other is getting it. Oscar Wilde was an Irish poet and playwright. He became one of the most popular playwrights in London in the early 1890s. So this is something that I think is really common, but it's not intuitive or obvious. So we all experience some kind of disappointment or letdown if we don't get what we want or don't reach our goals. But oftentimes we go through similar negative emotions once we do get what we wanted especially if there isn't a plan for what happens afterward. Look at how many people go into a depression early on in retirement because they went into it without a plan. I don't know how many times I've heard Gary Vaynerchuk say, you need to love the game to love the process. I definitely agree with Gary when it comes to this. The process or the game can last a long time and with investing, it can technically, technically last forever. If your goal is to reach $2 million for retirement and you actually are passionate about investing, then you need to make sure you have a solid plan once you get to $2 million. And maybe that doesn't eliminate investing completely. Imagine the feeling you've enjoyed your investing journey, you've been successful, and all of a sudden you reach your goal and, and you don't have a plan. In a case like this, you could probably reduce your risks significantly, but find a way to stay in the game or... Maybe you can elaborate on your plan to enjoy those wins and maybe travel or spend more time with your family. Uh, but going back to the quote, there are only two great tragedies in life. One is not getting what you want and the other is getting it. Make sure that last part doesn't become a tragedy. Make sure you have a plan and that you'll be excited to start the next phase of your life. So Abraham Lincoln once said, nearly all men can stand adversity, but if you want to test a man's character, give him power. And for those of you who don't know, Abraham Lincoln was an American lawyer and statesman who served as the 16th president of the United States from 1861 until he was eventually assassinated in 1865. Now, if you're an American, this is probably common knowledge, but I didn't want to make that assumption. And I've done this throughout the whole podcast for all of these legends 
uh, that uh, came up with these quotes. Uh, I'm just giving you a, like a super brief uh, history or, or lesson on who they are. I'm not sure if this quote applies to many of us literally, but let's just consider power uh, being the ability to buy and sell stocks at any time from our cell phone that we carry with us everywhere we go. If you don't have the power, so you don't have the ability to buy and sell and you don't have it on your phone, you can likely handle some volatility, some bad news, etc. You'll be more likely to, to really assess the situation and maybe check with other people before going to your advisor to suggest making a change in your portfolio. Now, if you are in complete control and you have the power, you're more likely to be affected by FOMO, greed, regret, and fear. Certain situations may lead you to make decisions without having properly assessed the situation. So you might make the wrong decisions at the wrong time. But I want to take a few steps back here. I do think most people should learn the basics about investing and learn enough to know if it's something that they're interested in or not. But this this power issue is one of the reasons after careful analysis of oneself that I think there are many cases where people are better off handing their investments off to an advisor that they trust. And I know there are more fees and you're likely not getting the highest returns possible. But think about this, maybe for that particular person, they are the highest returns possible. There's a quote here from Epictetus. It is impossible for a man to learn what he thinks he already knows. And Epictetus was a Greek Stoic philosopher. He was born into slavery and he was a teacher and taught that philosophy is a way of life and not simply a theoretical discipline. I listened to the Infinite Loops podcast religiously and Jim O'Shaughnessy, the host, he always talks about the fact that we are wrong most of the time. And usually he's talking about himself if we look far enough into the future. Now, I don't want to butcher anything that I've heard him say, but I believe that he believes, and he doesn't like to say he believes, he likes to say that his thesis is that we should never be overconfident in our own thesis, even if it seems unlikely to be wrong. This way, if new information comes along that could change things, we will be less likely to miss it. How many times do people think they know, but they actually don't know enough to realize that they don't know, and in some cases, they know very little. This is true about investing. You have companies and, and the market in general, uh, they're always changing and there's so much information, so many moving parts that it can be so easy to think you know when in fact you might not understand it well at all. I went through this when I started investing and as the years went by, as I learned more, um, the more confused I got. And I, I really is I, I didn't really know anything at all. And and yes, we can look at history, we can see some trends, but things definitely change. And if we want to continue improving, we have to be flexible to change our minds when it comes to companies we're invested in, or or even when you're talking about your own strategy, the one that you've chosen for yourself. Blake added a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. The time is always right to do what is right. 
Martin Luther King Jr. was a Baptist minister and social rights activist in the United States in the 1950s and 60s. He was a leader of the American Civil Rights Movement. He organized a number of peaceful, let me stress on peaceful protests, as head of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. I just mentioned that because there's a lot of protesting going on these days that aren't so peaceful. I guess as an investor, you don't always know what the right thing to do is. But if you've developed a strategy or and a framework and you've determined that it is likely to work, then the right thing to do now is likely to follow that strategy. For example, I've made it a mission for myself to only invest in companies that I honestly believe can make the world a better place. And this is a decision that I have made um, and, and regardless of what excitement or FOMO is going on with other stocks, I stick to this plan. For example, I would never invest in a company that produces cigarettes because I don't feel it's having a positive impact in our society overall. Now, I know they create jobs and uh, all of that's important, but to me, if you look at the overall impact, I feel like it's negative. And, uh, but uh, let me add, I, I have nothing against people that do invest in these companies. It's just not for me. Also part of my strategy. So for my family and I, and I feel like this is the right thing to do. I have over 50% of my investments with a financial advisor in a diversified portfolio. Uh, now I know I will likely not get 12% returns every year, but I'm okay with that. It provides us with peace of mind and protection. The other portion is highly concentrated to give me the chance of incredible returns, but I've already accepted that it could go very badly. So, um, and especially in the short term, but uh, I'm okay with that. Amelia Earhart once said, the most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. Amelia was born in 1897 and disappeared in 1937. They declared her dead January 5th, 1939. She was an American aviation pioneer and author. She was the first woman aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean. She set many other records, was one of the first aviators to promote commercial air travel, and wrote best-selling books about her flying experiences. Now this quote, this is one of the reasons why some people never learn about investing or just in general why people don't start a business or start creating uh, on a YouTube channel. It can be intimidating, but once you get started, you realize that it is achievable if you take it one step at a time. That first step, the decision to act, is the most important one of all. I also believe many people struggle with starting a position in a company even when they truly believe in it. But with experience, you'll notice that once you've bought shares, like that initial uh, amount of shares, even if it's just a tiny amount, all of a sudden it becomes way easier to dedicate the amount of time and effort necessary to truly understand the business and the future opportunities surrounding that business. Blake also added a quote by Teddy Roosevelt, do what you can, where you are, with what you have. And Teddy Roosevelt was often referred to as Teddy or his initials TR. 
Um, he was an American politician, statesman, naturalist, historian, and writer who served as the 26th president of the United States from 1901 to 1909. For me, this quote, it all comes down to the fact that we need to stop making excuses. There will always be things we can't do or that we can't do as well as others or circumstances that seem impossible compared to everyone else. But I'm a firm believer that doing the best along our journey or doing the best that we can will eventually pay off. For some, the big break comes way earlier than others, and we have some control over that. We have a lot of control, but let's not be oblivious to the fact that Lady Luck always has a say in all of this. Some people get lucky. Some people experience bad luck. But eventually, I believe the winners will win. Sure, you might not feel like you have enough money to invest, but learn enough to truly understand compounding and you'll quickly realize that it doesn't take much to make a difference in the end. Having said that, if we're using compounding as an example, let me add that it is, it, it's not intuitive to understand compounding. Some of the smartest people I know still don't get it and, and that's the norm and it takes time and conscious effort to truly understand it. I just find it so fascinating the amount of times that people talk about compounding and most of us never really get it or trust it, I guess. Blake also has something from Henry Ford, who was around until 1947. He was an American industrialist, founder of the Ford Motor Company, and chief developer of the assembly line technique of mass production. So what did he have to say? Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. For me, this all comes down to confidence, and this is especially true in investing. If you don't think you can, if there's any bit of doubt in your long-term ability to figure it out, your chances of coming out on top in the end are pretty slim, in my opinion. The market has a way of testing your confidence, and this is one of the rare guarantees in life. Even if you're well-diversified, which I'm not even sure... I understand what that means anymore, but you'll without a doubt experience volatility and that will tempt you to give up at some point. I gave up in 2012 after taking a massive loss and I only got back into it a few years ago. I agree with Mr. Ford. If you think you can't, you're right. Here's another one. This one is from Eleanor Roosevelt. Learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself. And she was an American political figure, diplomat, and activist. She served as the First Lady of the United States from 1933 to 1945 during her husband, President Franklin D. Roosevelt's four terms in office, making her the longest-serving First Lady of the United States. I will say some lessons are better learned when you make mistakes yourself and this is this really depends on your personality but that's why we should read books listen to podcasts talk to people with similar interests these people have made mistakes uh, that you can probably avoid if you take the time to truly understand what they were and why they happened emphasis on truly understand and th this comes back to the point mentioned earlier that often in investing we don't know enough 
to know we don't really know it at all. So we just have to be careful about that. Harper Lee once said, Many receive advice, only the wise profit from it. Harper Lee was an American novelist best known for her 1960 novel To Kill a Mockingbird. It won the 1961 Pulitzer Prize and has become a classic of modern American literature. I read it a long time ago, probably in grade 8. I remember liking the book, but the only thing I remember is Atticus Finch. That's honestly the only thing I remember from it. So back to the quote, this ha- I- I've fallen victim of this. Um, what I understand from this quote is you can read all the books, you can memorize all the possibilities, but the wise know that you have to practice and experiment to truly understand and take advantage of the advice and knowledge you've accumulated. I have read... I I remember reading a, a book, and this could be The Intelligent Investor. There's a few examples of this. Uh, these books, I loved them. I understood them, or, or so I believed. And then you read it again, maybe five years later, and you realize you had no idea what that author was actually talking about half the time. It's really important to keep learning and... I would suggest if there's a book or several books that you feel have impacted your life or you're investing in a positive way, you might want to reread those and you might be surprised as to how much of it you understand even more the second time around. So I'm just realizing now that this is going to be way longer than I anticipated. So I'm just going to call this part one. I'm going to end it here. And in the next episode, I'll do the the other quotes. I want to thank you for listening. I recommend that you follow Blake Burge on Twitter. His handle is at Blake A. Burge. I'll add the link in the show notes. Thanks again. Until next time, stay fit, stay rested, and have fun. <laughs>